From ThatShelf.com, this is Black Hole Films. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. What's a black hole film, you ask? Well, you know those films you always meant to get around to watching, but you never did for whatever reason? Well, that's what they are. And this podcast is all about embracing them and checking those films off our lists and talking about them and whatever else happens to come up. I'm Canadian filmmaker Jeremy Lalonde, and I will be your host. You can follow me on Twitter at LalondeJeremy, or check out my website, JeremyLalonde.com, for more information on me and my projects. If you like the show, please subscribe to it, rate, review it, and leave a comment on whatever platform it is you're listening. It really does make a difference in helping to get more ears tuning in. And if you like this show, check out the others on the ThatShelf.com family of podcasts. And without further delay, let's get into this week's film. Hi, I'm Ephraim Lalonde. This is episode 150, and today we're going to be joined by my dad, Jeremy, my sister, Annie, Canadian Screen Award nominee, Jessica Greco, and Canadian Screen Award winner, Steve McCarthy. And we're going to sit down and watch some films together. All right, well, we're sitting down for a double bill Oz extravaganza. Ooh, yeah. We're starting with The Wizard of Oz. I'm Jeremy. I've seen this film many times. I was in a stage production of The Wizard of Oz. No. I was. Who'd you play? We'll get into that. Oh! Uh, <laughs> so I, I know this film pretty well, and my wife had a mild obsession with it. We have lots of Oz toys Ooh. and props downstairs. Oh, cool. I don't know if I've not seen this movie. Once more for the people in the back. Um, I've, I'm Ephraim, I have not seen this movie. Nice. I'm Annie, and I, um... We're waiting. Have seen this movie? Good She's question. Sure. <laughs> you have. But okay, it was, I have. It was a while back. Am I the only person who hasn't? Yeah, you're our yeah, version. exciting. You keep going. My name's Steve, and I have seen this film, though I have to say, I think I saw it only like 20, when I was a kid. And oh, I haven't great. seen it since. I only saw it when it would play on TV. I think it might be the second to It's Wonderful Life in terms of the amount of times I've actually seen this movie. But it was all in like 5 years old to 12 years old. And I don't think I've seen it since. Oh, great. Unless Wild at Heart counts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ephraim, don't worry. I'm usually the person that has not seen the movie. So okay. we're just trading off this time. Hmm. I, I, my name's Jessica, and I have seen this movie. Similar to you, I saw it mostly as a child. Because it was on TV. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. the TV movie. It but, was, yeah. But my parents actually have a black and white print in their living room from the original photo shoot that they did, like the press photo shoot for uh, for The Wizard of Oz. Amazing. So we've watched it since with other little kids. Oh, that's fun. So Ephraim, yeah. what are your expectations of this movie? What do you think this movie is about? Um, well, I kind of know what it's about. Okay, go ahead. We've all seen it, or we think we've seen it, so you're not, no spoilers. you're not spoiling anything for us. I think it's about, like, this girl named Dorothy who gets, like, no, well, who who gets into a, a tornado and she goes into, like, the basement of her house, kind of. Okay. Like, the cellar. Sure. And she, and she comes up and, like, I'm pretty sure, sh- and, like, like, there's, like, this witch under, like, the house. Mm-hmm. And there's like this good witch and stuff like that. Okay. It's weird. And do you know what that? But do you know what the story no, is? is good. Nope. Not. You don't know the story. Not you really. don't know what happened. Okay, that's pretty good. That's the setup. Wait, I kind of has, have seen this movie. I've seen like the thirty seconds into it. 
You didn't like the rest. You didn't oh, like that's okay. Seen you're fine. Seconds. You're you're close enough. Here's the thing. This is one of those movies. It's hard to find someone that hasn't seen it. So it's, it's like mm-hmm. unless it's a child, uh, it's usually most adults have like seen parts unless of it. Unless it's a baby. Baby or a child works. Need babies baby aren't on Babies are not great on podcasts. We tried it once. Wait, most didn't visual. No, and that was a that was a bad joke. Landed with a thud. <laughs> Annie keeps me real. Annie, can I throw popcorn in your mouth? You can try. Oh, well, also, that, was, that was all your fault. Also, not. This is a visual material. medium, Greg. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm okay. All right. Uh, so, in the stage production, what did, what part do you think I played? I think you played the mayor of Munchkin Town. I did. <gasps> what? <laughs> you should be a casting. Director. I should be. A casting yeah. They did that as an ironic joke because <laughs> I was huge. Uh, I did that. And also, my friend and I did all the special effects, and uh, what were the special effects? Oh man, the with the we made the witch boom. Like we had we had. What is that? She mean? also ended up in no. We had the pyro, No, we had pyrotechnics. Whoa. We had. Um, you set her on fire. What grade was this? What grade were you? This in? is in high school. Oh, okay. 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 So my friend and I wanted to do the pyrotechnics. So I didn't want a big part in the play. They wanted me to play the cowardly lion, but I was like, actually, I wanted. I'd rather like kind of play around more behind the scenes on this one. So mm-hmm. what we did, so we, uh, Clover, where is you from? <gasps> we created Oz and did something similar to what they do in the movie. Oh. And people were like, how did you guys do that on stage in a high school production? So we did. You died. You're good. Mm-hmm. And that was the you're beginning good, good. of your directorial <laughs> career. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. we also, we made the, the, we made the witch look like she was at the end. What happens to the yeah, witch yeah, at yeah. the end? Yeah. Oh. And we cool. did stuff like we, when she poofs away, we had... Dry. We just did a lot. We had a lot of fun with that kind of stuff, and we, I'm like, I want to do that but this time. How did she poof away? Oh, you see, you know, when, once we watch, after we watch it, we can talk about it more because I can get into specifics. Okay, cool. Okay. It, I in grade six, my class decided. I think maybe it was okay. the year before I became class president, and then I was impeached. But <laughs> I, in grade six, before all that happened, I uh, we, we banded together as a class and said, why isn't there any class plays or school plays? And so as a as a class, like not, not, without any of the adults, we did a kind of like lip sync. Remember when lip syncing was really yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a kind of lip sync half play version where I played the scarecrow. Oh, I oh, should have asked yeah, you. Yeah, you'd be a perfect scarecrow. Yeah, that's a good gimme. That's, that's a gimme. Yes. Yes. Might have been the first movie I've ever I ever saw was Wizard of Oz. This my, this one my mom's favorite too. But I think I I think whenever I only watched it on TV. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm. What? All right. So uh, I'm excited to see it on like a big screen. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. It's not a screen. It's just a wall. Right. That's true. Just a wall. finished. Woo! That was so awesome! Wow. Okay, I want to start with Ephraim and Annie. So Annie, first of all, how much did you remember? Um, the whole thing, I think. Did you? And did you enjoy it as much this time? How old were you You're when you nodding. Saw She's nodding, by the way. How She's old were <laughs> you? Three? Is that what your mom told me? Maybe three years old when you saw Yeah, I think so. so that's how old fine. are you now? Eight. 
Oh, yeah. a long time ago. And so Ephraim was our, our, our podcast newbie for this, hey. this movie. For this movie. You'd never seen You it were before. the black hole. Yeah, it was your black hole. So what did you think? It was good. Great review. <laughs> and we'll move on. No, what did you come on? Like, like the storytelling was good, but like you see all these like weird things in the background. Yeah. It's like, hmm. Oh, just like the bird. I never. Jessica noticed these birds. I had never noticed the birds before. Yeah. We, Stephen, recognized a toucan that I had never seen, and yeah. I was fixated by some very large. They were like they were tall. They were like this height of swans, but mm. like some sort of tropical bird that were just wandering around in the background of the scenes where she meets yeah. the Tin Man and the Lion and the and the Scarecrow. Which is hilarious because it's like the production design's enough. You, we don't need no random wild birds and the trees. Oh yeah, the, the trees, trees are ama- the trees are amazing. I always love the the trees that were mad. Did you did you have the trees in your play? We did have the trees in our play. Wow. Uh, what was your favorite part? Or... I'm not sure. You're, not, You're sure? not sure? But you said the storytelling was good. Like, you didn't bump on any story logic? <coughs> no, not really. No? There's, I mean, I, I wish I was taking notes while watching. There's just Me a whole too. Bunch, there's a whole bunch of that. stuff that I'm just like, wow, we just never really... Is the second, second one going to be worse or better? Well, we're, we're going to find out. It's I think different. different. It's, it's very different, but let's not talk about that one yet, because we're talking about this one. Oh, yeah. So... There's certain stuff that I'm just like, man, we hand waved as kids. Like when I was a kid, I think I legitimately bought thought that the that um, the uh, the guy at the beginning, the psychic, is he a psychic? What is he? He's an expert balloonist, which we have to call into question because later at the end of the movie, he doesn't know how balloons. That's work. technically a different character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, he's an uh, expert same actor. balloonist and fortune teller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he uh, he's a consultant to the second consultant to the crown heads of Europe. That, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah he got was. and he got a, a crystal ball. Come from read Egypt. your past, present, future. But when I was a kid, I think I actually legit it thought was just that a he ball. yeah a white ball. Yeah, that's true. That he, he a crystal ball. I, I didn't catch that. Catch that he was just sending her home. Mm. Right. You know, out of her, out of. Uh, I thought that for sh- I don't know why because I knew that he was like making her close her eyes to look at the photograph to get information. Okay, mm-hmm. now this time, being an adult, watching that, that all bumped for me. She f- comes upon this, like, strange man who lives in a caravan. Yeah. And he's like, come in to my caravan, and I'll tell you your fortune. And then he's like, close your eyes. <laughs> and it's just this girl alone in with this stranger in a caravan with her eyes closed going, okay, sure, no problem. And all of a sudden, my mind went, this could be a horror movie at any yeah. moment. He let her dog have a hot dog. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. see, that was like taking candy from strangers. That's such a that modern. Like... That's such a modern interpretation of what a stranger. He didn't is offer like. it to her. She, the dog took it, that's and he true. was cool. That's yeah. true. It wasn't like, hey, come over here so I can give your dog it a just, hot dog. It scared me for the first time that I. And was she like, came upon him too. It wasn't like she was walking down the road. And he's like, hey, little girl, come over here. I'm Again. defending the wizard. Yeah, right yeah. Now. <laughs> that's true. I, I did not notice either that he he kind of was like. Trying to be like you're running away, and here's why you should go home because your aunt's worried about you. I was like, it's decent, kind of... decent move. Yeah, yeah. So did you notice, uh, like when when we got to the the scarecrow and the lion, all those guys? Did you recognize them? What do you mean? Well, they were the farm hands. Yeah. The same actors. Did you did you catch that, or nope. did you, not until the end? Did you catch it when you came back in the end? They all showed up at the bedside, and she's like, "You were there, and you were there." Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to think if I caught that the first time around. 
I yeah, I don't know that I did. We didn't have the farmhands in our play just because it's like you can't do that costume change that fast. The scarecrow with what is their name? Zeke is like Zeke. Hickory is the Hickory is the Tin Man. Zeke is the. Hunk. Hunk is the scarecrow. Hunk is the scarecrow. Hunk's the scarecrow. And the other guy, I can't remember his name. He's the one who falls. Who's the one who rescues Dorothy when she falls into the pig pen and gets really scared and they get made fun of him? Yeah. Yeah. He's great. Oh my yeah, God. he is. So good. Uh, yeah, like stuff I didn't bump on. Like, I never questioned this whole, like, you have an hour. The witch is like, for what? Like, what's happening? Why an hour? Why not celebrate the plot? The witch, <laughs> the witch captures Dorothy. Puts her in a, a tower while all of her as friends you do are, as you do and then like turns over a uh, uh, hourglass yeah an hourglass timer is just like one hour but also and then I'll kill you because that's the only way that I can get those ruby slippers is if I kill you but that's bullshit because it's established the witch can't hurt her so she can't kill her she's the only way for her to do Why is like she just doesn't say I'm gonna kill you she says that's when you'll die yeah which yeah. is. She's making an empty threat, yeah. is what I'm saying. Because the whole point of the shoes is to protect Dorothy from the witch. We're oh. going to put the shoes on her so she couldn't hurt her. Right? So the, the witch is just calling her bluff. Huh. The only way for the witch to get those shoes is for Dorothy to die of starvation. <laughs> That's what she's doing. She's, she's got to wait around. She's, she's, actually, she's got more than an hour. Uh, has a lot of significance for the actual you. filming of the movie. <laughs> yeah, but she could have starved her to death. That would have been a longer... <laughs> A yeah. longer hourglass. Yeah, I don't think that. Yeah, the the hourglass becomes really. Here's the other thing that, that I caught this time at the very end. Oz is clearly not. It's clearly a dictatorship, because there's no democracy in that land. Because the wizard's like, I'm out of here. These three are in charge now. And everyone's like, cool. <laughs> like these people want zero control over their own destiny. They are 100% fine with someone coming off the street and being like, I'm in charge now. Like, cool. Yeah, that's pretty much We have no interest in governing ourselves. Yeah. Well, you know, the Munchkins were ready to, to give Dorothy. That's you know, true. Like, they're really... they're like, they, there's a bust in Munchkin land. Yeah, that's right. She's... That, that number is still probably the best number in the whole movie, right? Well, like the, the opening number? The opening number with the Munchkins. Like, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. Where does the road go? I would love to hear. Why has no one made a movie about where the Red Road goes? The, well, there the is a movie called starts. Red Road, but that's a really different type a different of movie. movie. <laughs> I, you can call it where the Red Road goes. We're gonna make it. I'm in. Can we talk about Toto? Toto's amazing, and incredible performance. Uh, Toto is truly, yeah, honestly, one of the best performances in the film is given by Toto. Did they? So Stephen watched or watched heard a podcast about like a bunch of stories about Oz. Did they mention yeah. Toto at all? Uh, the, yes, the only thing that happened to Toto that was bad in amongst all the other bad things that happened was he got stepped on and broke his foot oh. and they had to, um, Good. yeah, they had to like film around it for a while and he got back, he was, he was stepped on in Emerald City by one of the guards in Emerald City and they broke his toe or his paw. <laughs> I'm so surprised. he was off for five weeks and they brought they, him back. They didn't have a backup Toto? I th- they, they might have had a backup Toto, but, but they basically waited. There's only one Toto credited at the end of the Yeah, but yeah. Toto oh, does not. his actual name, as far as I know, that's not his actual name. But <laughs> Toto does not like freak out. He's like, right, he's a well-trained dog. Very calm. Ugh. And having worked with animals, you know that like when she's doing Somewhere Over the Rainbow and the dog is just sitting, sort of like sniffing at the air, smiling at her, and she's singing her heart out looking into the sky. That's like a special effect in and of itself. Well, there's a trainer just off camera going, tss, 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 
Yeah. Like, over yeah. here, doggy. Over here. Look over here. While Maybe. I don't know. The, the way that no? dog just followed her around was at her heel the whole time. Like, that was pretty... Just with all the other shit that's going on. Never yeah. barked. Never barked. No, he barked. On Scarecrow. That's yeah. Right. Uh, on cue. Yeah. But, yeah. I, like, when there was, like, huge dance sequences and stuff, he just <laughs> hung out. Yeah, he wasn't... big birds walking Toto was so cool. Fun. Toto was cool as a cucumber. He wasn't yeah. phased by anything. He's no. a star. <laughs> Yeah. Zero He's probably phasing. the smartest one there. Alright, do you want to hear some horror stories from Steven about what he learned about the what happened behind the scenes of this movie? Sure. Kids? Uh, well, I'm how trying old to think is of Judy like, Garland? How old is how is how old is Dorothy supposed to like be in the film? Six or eight? She's that little of a girl? She's very no, young. she's supposed to be twelve. Like the age that Like most, an adolescent? No, prepubescent. Okay. Like all like the age that all girls are in stories. Okay. Yeah. And Alice in Wonderland. All, it's right. always yeah. a prepubescent type of And how thing. old was she actually when she 17. filmed it? 17. Yeah. She was 17? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. She seems so, like, groomed as a Well, I remember reading, did they talk already? about this? I know there was a thing, because it took years to make this movie. Mm-hmm. I think... 17 she, when she started, maybe uh, 20 when she yeah, started. Yeah, she was, and then they had... And she uh, developed quite a bit during that time, so they were having a problem with the costume in the... Bust region mm-hmm. because it, they had to keep on like pressing and pressing her chest down so that so this twelve year old didn't have yeah, yeah. bosoms. <laughs> yeah. bosoms bosoms. I'm, I'm not ready to talk about the bad stuff yet because I I I'm still sitting in awe at the just yeah. like elemental power and like mythic dreamlike thing of this movie. I like I can't even. I have not watched this since I was a kid. And, of course, I've thought a lot about what movies are and what they do in the interim. And I'm just like, like, we were sitting there, you yeah. and I, we were both like, yeah. kind of like, like, there's so many things that are so uncannily real feeling in the most abstract of ways. And I, and I can only think of, like, probably David Lynch as being the only filmmaker who has this type of weird dreamlike power over me now. When I'm lo- watching this movie, I'm like, there's just, everything just kind of like, Everything just feels right and feels good and feels strange. Yeah, even though it's over the like, top, you're like the tone is okay. Yeah, it all just works so weird. Like anything in particular that they think of that made you just sit back and go, Jesus. I couldn't believe how quickly everything happened. Like yeah. in my memory, things ha- take like, but I couldn't believe how it's the just, plot points just sort of roll along. Yeah, so and some quickly. of them move a bit quick. Well, even yeah. the first time when when they take Toad away, it's like. Wow, they just really—they're—they're they're not going to try to fight the law. They're not putting any effort into saving this dog. They're just like, well, there's a, you have a piece of paper. I guess so that's supposed to be the Wicked Witch, I guess. Yeah, she right. was the yeah. Wicked Witch. Same, yeah, same actress. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but but it's stuff like well, there's like a, there's a whole jitterbug number that's cut out that took place during the poppy field. Yeah, they they, they trimmed a lot of. I things. think you can look. See there that was on another somewhere over the rainbow that I think w- it, that's when she's locked in the witch's castle yeah right that, uh, yes. Reprise, yes. and they were like they said the crew was weeping while they're filming it and then they, they were like this can never be in the movie because it's too we don't it's need too it. sad right now oh, that's but there's no it's, for a musical sh- for a, a, like ostensibly a musical there are no songs from like basically two thirds of the way through all the rest of the way after King of the Forest there's no songs. No, and King of the Forest is like their 11 o'clock number. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much like, I remember when I was a kid being like, what is this weird? Did you think that song was weird? The kid, the, the, when I was the king, king the, the all the, you know, the, the Lions member? I always loved it because I thought it was funny and weird, but it was also it was like, they're clearly just biding time for that guy to go talk to the wizard. Yes, yes. 
How long does it take for that guy to go check? Yeah. But it's interesting that it is a musical, but there actually are no kind of resolving... There's no, there's no songs used to advance the plot after the point where it gets really dark. You know, once they go into the witch's forest, you're pretty much... You could argue none of these songs advance the plot. <laughs> well... <laughs> You, I, you could watch a version of this movie without the songs in it, and it would not change the story. Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, they're they're more like yeah, there's more like opera where you like get a, a key into the sort of yeah. feel. It's fun. It's yeah. they're great. They're they're great numbers, but they're entertaining. But you don't need any of them. maybe the Munchkin song. You learn some stuff. You learn a lot about Munchkinland. They have a lollipop right. guild, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I also think that it's just more like yeah, it's sort of it's it's a it's it. Builds the world that everyone just breaks into song perfectly. Yeah, mm. yeah. It serves the the purpose of like making it this strange fantasy land that everyone just sings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like the song? What was your favorite song? I'm not sure. What were you, not Annie? Sure. I have a favorite part to yeah. the movie. What's your favorite part? Do it. My favorite part is when Dorothy slaps the lion. Oh, Jesus! You like wow. the animal abuse in the movie? How come? Because he, he was he was um, acting so like strong and t- until Dorothy slapped him, mm, and then he starts crying. Yeah, it's very <laughs> funny. Yeah, animal abuse is hilarious, Annie. <laughs> He's an animal. He's I'm a kidding. lion. It's true, and the yeah. lion was attacking his. Yeah, dog. no, it's just very. Strong. He's very funny. Like, for the character that comes in the latest in the game, he's probably the most memorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the comic relief of the movie, and he doesn't show up until about halfway through. That's yeah, true. Yeah, so he gets all the it's lines. It's like, oh, Scarecrow, I'm going to miss you the most. Hey, that's not very nice. Yeah. She's like, they can, like, she's kind of whispering in his ear, but they're right there. I don't think she had anything to say to him, so she just, like, pulled, oh! she pulled out Hail Mary. She's, she's lying? She's, you're allowed to say who your favorite is. You know what killed me through this time? And I guess it makes sense because the clock, like, makes a, make a noise that's kind of like a heartbeat, but I was like, did they, they couldn't find a better heart prop that they give the guy that's got a clock on it. Is that so it, like, ticks so like a heartbeat? The thing they give well, this... Well, no, because that's... It, it, the whole joke of all those things is that they're the external... Um, oh, I understand what? that, but still, just a better external heart. Like that was a. It looked like they wouldn't pick that up at a store. <laughs> but I think it was the. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the the idea that you give watches to people. That's the commemorative oh, thing. Okay. Once people have done a philanthropic act and they're like heads of you know the community, you get given something on your retirement or on your sort of great act that well is done. a watch. Well done. And well so done. that I mean that well was done. pretty. That's that seems quite amazing to me. Like how much of a critique of. The external ideas of, of success, of courage, and, uh, like the critique of, of medals to soldiers, of the idea of university as a place where you kind of reward learnedness, yeah. and uh, and then the idea of like if you're a philanthropist and you do good deeds and you have a good heart, you get given watches because you're so great. Yeah, I think one of my favorite lines is still, um, oh, what's it? It's like uh, it's the scarecrow's line in the beginning. He says, "There's a lot, a lot of people that have brains doing off, without brains doing awful lot of talking." Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use that horse of a different color line a lot. So do I. So that's do a I. horse of a different wow, color. That's a horse of a different color. Yeah. That is an expression, though, isn't it? Yeah, from this. yeah, yeah. But it's not from this. They're using no, no, a joke no. in this. There was an expression. Yeah, there was an expression before this. And they was turned a joke there? here. Yeah. Well, internet yes. calling. Yes. No, no, there was totally a horse. There was totally a saying before yeah. that. It's an old. It's a very old saying. And they used it, it, really. it to kill three horses in this movie. <laughs> I'm assuming. No, no. no the, the only weird thing about that is that they used gelatin. 
Oh, okay. Oh, I, I didn't know that. So they had to stop them from licking themselves because they were coating them in basically jello, which is made out of horse sure. hooves. Yeah. So. Oh, no! Oh, oh that's so, terrible! It's a bit weird. Oh, my God! So there is animal cannibalism. Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, my that's, God. that's all the spoilers, I feel like. That's, like, the worst thing you could yeah. have told us. Yes. I know. I don't want to... I already knew that. You already How? knew that? How did you, How did you know that? that? You knew that the horses were covered in gelatin? You knew that the... No. I already knew that. that it's made out of horses. No, but, it, but we didn't think and, of it in the terms and of... And glue. Yeah, and oh. glue. Yeah, terrible. Why? Oh, I saw, I saw this ad on YouTube where there, like, there's this farmer raising a horse, and it, at the oh. end of the ad, um, yeah, he's shaking a hand with a guy, and the cor- horse goes into a truck, and it goes and then, away, and it sells... And it says Elmer's glue on it. Ooh, wow. That was a commercial. What was that ad yeah. selling? Whole, whole, wholesomeness and glue? <laughs> yes. Uh, give us, give us yeah. one or two more and, horror stories. And, and that, that, that guy is just waving to the truck. Like, yeah. Like, there's a smile this, on his face. Like, there's the story of like, the, the... Okay. Okay. There's the story of the Tin Man's paint. Right? Yes. It was yes. originally toxic. So Buddy Ebsen was the original tin person man. cast in the Tin Man role. Uh, the the paint was made out lead, of right? Aluminum. Aluminum. And he all of a sudden, well, also his costume was ninety pounds or something like that, and he wasn't he wasn't able to sit at all. So uh, after a few weeks, he fell to the ground, unable to breathe. They realized that the inside of his lungs was covered in aluminum, oh. uh, which leads to all sorts of problems. So he was had been breathing in all of this actual like powder that they were using to coat him, and uh, he was in the hospital. The apparently MGM decided that they thought he was faking, and so he was still learning his lines while he was in an iron lung for two weeks, which was keeping him breathing, oh, and then a, a, a ventilated tent for two weeks. And uh, um, tried to leave the hospital once on his own steam and had a nurse basically force him back in. And then when he did get to set, that's when he found out that he'd been replaced. Ugh. So some pretty crazy, nasty stuff. And, and I guess they, 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 changed the, they changed the composition of whatever. I think then they went to lead or something like that. No, they went to something less toxic. But, uh, <laughs> but it did, the paint did still give the next actor um, terrible infections and... Oh, God. Another one of the crazy ones was that one where you gasped, where she disappears in Munchkinland, where the wicked witch oh, the of the fire, yes, yeah, yes. The, the fire, that the trapdoor fire. She, I know she caught on fire. Did right? not happen once properly. The trapdoor did not open, open, and the fire happened. And Margaret and Hamilton, she's covered in paint made of copper. So she, not only was her costume on fire, but her skin ah! was on fire, and she'd suffered third and secondary burns that kept her out. For about two weeks, but I guess she was so good in the, all their minds' eyes. They, she was the one person they did not want to replace. Yeah, she was the only person that was not replaceable. So they, they 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 shot her around her, and uh, I get her stunt double in one of the scenes. Um, when there's a puff of smoke when she leaves on the broom, the, I guess the puff of smoke was pure, like basically hot steam, and the broom did not leave, and so she was attached to this broom inside of a basically a steam ball. Insane, um, and she was hospitalized for. So everyone, I think, around Hollywood thought that this movie was totally, like, the most cursed movie. Because so everyone kept being... Well, because the, they wanted they're, to do a second one. Well, they're That's aim- right, it was very successful. They were yeah. aiming so high, right? They were trying to do all this stuff, so you can understand why all these things are going wrong, because mm-hmm. they're kind of... 
not necessarily inventing things for herself, but they're doing some pretty ambitious stuff for the time period. I mean, look at the makeup. It is crazy how good the makeup is. It's it's amazing. I mean, the 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 Scarecrow's makeup. I don't even know where his skin starts and the whatever else is. It's pretty of, good. It ends. It's and that one in particular, the lines you can see the lines. Right? Yeah, yeah. But the Scarecrow is where. Well, I think it's the the rope. It's hidden underneath the rope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's got to be right. Just so, horrified for the, uh, yeah, the lion. I'm sorry, I'm still horrified the, from everything that you the just The lion said. is actually made of real lion, and it was 90 pounds, and they had to Are hire extra serious? people. And, it, and because it was filmed in Technicolor, the, the sets were up to over 100 degrees every day to get the lighting powerful enough to yeah. be able to capture those colors. So people were just sweating like, die, like dying of sweat. Okay, okay. So I they, to dry them out every night. Dry his horrified Now she hates yeah. this movie. Yeah. Well, this is just it. I suddenly feel like I'm on the wrong side of history for ever loving this movie because it is. It does, you know what? Nothing but pain. If you start to go I down that path, you're gonna have to cross off way too many works of art. So yeah, start. Oh. I'd say we we should be very thankful for the Me Too movement for child labor laws and for our unions. unions? Hey, yeah. thank you unions. Yay. Thank you everyone in SAG and Actra who actually stopped the way this movie <laughs> <Yeah>. was made. <laughs> made rules around these. Have you guys ever seen a um, a technical camera? No. What? They're crazy cuz how I think I have actually. You know, well it, it's like three rolls of film going at the oh, same, same time. time. Yeah, you're right. It's all that it's the RGB it's all the different colors and they have to combine them in post. So these cameras did not move very well. They're they're huge and clunky. They're yeah. gigantic things. Because they're basically rolling three rolls of film. All they're rolling once. three rolls of film all at once. Wow! Giant cameras, very noisy. Uh, so we got to keep on track because we got another movie to watch. Yeah. So we're now uh, when we come back, uh, we will be discussing. I see the moon. Woo! We got the sky light up. Uh, we will be discussing Return to Oz. Now, who here hasn't seen Return to Oz? Yes. Is a visual. What? This yes. is an auditorial oh, sorry, medium. Yeah, people. Me. Have and, I? No, you have not. So the kids me and Stephen have not seen it. Jessica seen it. I have seen it. Okay. Uh, but it was a very long time ago because I remember being very excited to see it and then it being very scary. Well, stop, stop. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. West back. No, she melted, dude. So, yeah. so who's what? Back? We got. So what? What That's are your? Wicked. That's what, you're talking about. Wicked. That's a musical. Yeah, the Wicked musical, which is amazing, which mm-hmm. we should see sometime. What are your expectations for Return to Oz? I have uh, I've I've read a lot of Walter Murch, so I I have like this weird yeah, she, story. So he's the director of this and also famed sound editor. and editing person of like only film you ever directed. Movies. Only film you ever directed. So I think there's probably something. Probably it was probably a pretty like rough experience. So I'm I I know that I'm like kind of hedging my bets, and I also know that there's things in it that are like creepy. I don't remember. Eve, what's, what's your expectations? Well, Steven's creeping us out of the <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I just want yeah. to make sure you get back. I, I'm going to tell you this. I'll, ta- I'll tell you this. The tone of it is very different. It's not a musical. Oh, good. It's a very different kind of movie. It's more like the books, I think. It's more like the books, which are a bit... Creepier. Kind of like Grimm's Fairy Tale, mm-hmm. where the the books are a bit darker. Like the books yeah, talk weird. about how what happened to the scare to the Tin Man. The Tin Man used to be a real hey, man. Are we gonna like do this? Like, sure. Okay. And and the witch put a curse on him, where he would chop off a part of his own body, and then the tinsmith in town would replace it with a piece of tin until eventually he was all made out of tin. Nothing left. 
Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Just a flesh wound. That's that's the well. It's not. It's a story. It's all a story. But in the book, that's what the Tin Man. That Tin Man tells his backstory, and that's his backstory, and that's how he became the Tin Man. Yeah. But it's Oz, so it doesn't hurt, right? So it's like when he chops his head off, he's still alive. So it's yeah. kind of like it's like in Labyrinth. Remember those guys that take their their heads off? Or like when the Scarecrow gets all of his stuffing pulled out. Yeah, and put it, back it doesn't in. kill him. It just yeah. it's just inconvenient. Mm-hmm. Apparently there are were three other movies made before this Wizard of Oz of the property of the wonderful Wizard of Oz. One of which apparently was all about the Scarecrow. Kind of want to really? find it like a silent movie, animated movie, silent movie. I think silent movies. Yeah, ah, yeah. interesting. And they all bombed. So this was the first one that was. Successful. This was the only thing I'll say, and this isn't spoiling anything. This was my absolute favorite movie as a kid. I there was Return a, to or what? This Return one? to. Mm-hmm. There was a period of time where I went to the video store every weekend for a at least a year and rented this movie and then they eventually gave me it. They're like, no one else is renting this. Wow. You've spent so much money on this. Just take it. Wow. So I watched this movie at least 50 times as a kid uh, or more and then revisited it Damn. when it came yeah. out on... <laughs> right? Loved this movie as a kid. Was obsessed with it. You still like it? You should have just... Well, we're going to talk about it. You should have just spent all that money on just buying the whole movie. Well, I didn't know that was a thing when I was a kid and it was only a dollar to rent it. So, in retrospect, I spent $50 on this movie. <laughs> uh, although they would often just, like, let, throw it in with... Well, you know what it was? No, I didn't, because it was it was the, the cheaper movie, so it came free if you got a new new release. Oh, cool. So I always just grabbed Return to Oz because I wanted to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah. Mm. All right, so let's, let's, uh, let's watch it. Exciting. Now? While we're having dinner. We're going to grab food, <laughs> and then we're going to eat the food while we watch dinner, but the people at home don't know that. Yeah, that's right. For them, no time is passing. You, uh, you mentioned something about a, a tiger. A lion. A cowardly lion. And he could talk, too, like the scarecrow and the tin man? Remember how we spoke? Not to talk about us. Because it's just my imagination. Just how did you get back from Oz? He put them on, and he clicked the heels three times and then you said there's no place like home i know you don't want to go to the doctors but you just haven't slept the night right through since the tornado this electrical marvel will make it possible for you to sleep again and then my friends are in trouble i know it we are in trouble dorothy and we just finished back from oz we're back from my arms. We've returned. Tag. We're returning. Yes. And a chicken farmer just followed me on Instagram, just so you know. A chicken farmer that their photo looks exactly like Belinda. Yeah. The chicken I don't movie. know. You know what? Instagram is creepy that way. Yeah. Instagram knows what we just did, guys. Okay. So let's go with people who've never seen it before. So, Ephraim, what did you think? I like weird. <laughs> yeah, weird's a good way to describe it. And compared to the first um, one, right off the bat, what do you think? Very different movies. Well, there's no animal abuse in it. Or, um, no. Yeah. Or no, no animal um, abuse. Too bad. <laughs> no cannibalism. Well, that chicken went yeah, through some that shit. Chicken, yeah. yeah. That well, the cannibalism funny. was just a, was more of a thing that happened on set. It was <laughs> equinism. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steven. Hey, no singing. No singing. No singing. There was no to me, singing. was a minus. Big minus. Yeah. Uh, it was a plus and a minus for me. A plus and a minus? You know what? I, I knew that it wasn't gonna, it wasn't gonna like, 
com- match up to the first one. It was darker. It was definitely darker, and I was. And, and luckily, super... no more backdrops. Uh, well, well, the well, I, I like the backdrop. The I, I'm not someone work. who has like a. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm not like against the old-fashioned kind of things I'm doing. But I am. I am curious to talk with you guys, for myself, about like what, why this movie lacks some sort of like psychological or narrative power that the first one just like has in spades. And I don't quite know why, because a lot of things happen and it's really beautiful. And I was super, I think it might be like you have F, I was hooked up until like in all in the hospital and everything. I was like, oh my God, this is creepola. And then it's slowly but surely I became more and more bored. You tell me the sequence with the heads in the hallway was not creepy. It's that creepy, was... but it's just, I don't know, there's lots of creepy stuff, but I, it, just, it just left me Yeah, the hospital was like, didn't I hear screaming? Yeah, I like that part. Yeah, well, well then also, I, when I, but I was believing that the movie might go for her getting shocked, and that was going to be her trip to Oz. Then every, and then getting into the water and all that, I was like totally into it. Somehow, as soon as she got to Oz, the movie completely like, sort of like, went off the rails for me and never yeah. recovered. You just like... Yes? I kind of agree. I feel like once she got to Oz, the movie sort of goes off the rails and never recovered. And I don't know if it's because in the original you have that real sort of obvious transformation of black and white to color. Like, you sort of feel like you have landed in another world and you're excited about it. This was like, she showed up somewhere and we went, oh no, well this is too bad. Like, it didn't feel... Yeah. I mean, I loved it. I still loved it. And I thought... I haven't watched them back to back. I'm like, this is way better than The Wizard of Oz. Whoa, really? For me, just in the sense that I'm like, well, I just feel like, here's the thing. I will say this, and I like both both movies, but for me, I'm like, watching The Wizard of Oz Oz this time, I was just like, things just happen, and then unhappen like that. It's like, the poppy field knocks them out, and two seconds later, someone else helps them. They do shit. They stand there and ask for help. Someone helps them. It's over. They do nothing. Yeah. There's a constant series of, in The Wizard of Oz, of just like, Things just falling into them, ass lucky. There's no setup that the witch, like, she doesn't get splashed at one point, and, and Dorothy notices that water hurts her and then uses it, and then it's clever later on. She just gets ass lucky. Okay, well, that is that is a whole, po- like, something that bumps sure, me sure, in the sure. first one. Why is there a bucket of water on standby if it's the one thing that can hurt this witch in her castle? It just so happens like, to be standing around. But what I think is interesting is that Dorothy learns a lesson in the first one. Like, the first one is meant to be this fever dream that she has after getting hit in the head, and she learns a lesson. Does she learn a lesson in this one? What's the lesson here? Stay crazy, baby. Yes. (laughs) And why was the chicken... Everyone was so interested in the chicken. This movie had a distinct lack of Toto. Oh, my God. He was... Well, here's the thing. That the chicken that was a good chicken puppet though. I say I'm saying that's a good. It's chicken. an excellent yeah. chicken. The puppet. chicken is the water of this movie, where it's like that's the the eggs are poisonous. So the right. Thing, the way water was, but that at least the they fucking set it up repeatedly and remind you, hey, chickens are a thing. Right. It wasn't like water's never goddamn mentioned in the Wizard of Oz Did until. I'm mad about. What's that? They never use that second lunch pail. Yes. <laughs> TikTok uses it to beat the shit out of the wheelers. Well, that's true. No, that's true. He, he uses it in. He, he never uses that. She didn't get hungry again. She how? had limestone pie later on. She was good. That's dense. Limestone pie is dense. How did the mm. chicken get to Oz? 
She in leaves the, tr- the chicken in the, at home. In the storm. No, no, no. She leaves the chicken at home. She goes to the sanitarium. She escapes the sanitarium. She ends up in a river. And she, the- you know what? She does ask Belinda that, and she has an answer for it. <gasps> but I forget it. I don't think it's... Belinda's like, no, what is there? Okay, how, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's weird, too. Well, she says, how did you get here? And she's like, oh, there's a storm. And that's yeah. all. That's all. She says, I got caught up in a, in a wind gust and a storm. That's what Belinda says, I think. Something right. like that. It, okay. it, I mean, it's bonkers, yes. And Belinda talks. Yeah, that doesn't freak Dorothy out for a beat. But no. then that makes her well, realize... Well, she did say earlier that that's animals talk. And so that, that's the clue as to where she is. She knows now she's... But none of the animals in... But Toto couldn't talk. Yeah, Toto couldn't Just talk. Just that out there. The weird birds Toto couldn't, couldn't talk. talk. Toto wasn't... The, the in, horse in of Kansas. a different color I mean, couldn't to- talk. Like, no, Toto couldn't talk in the uh, first one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think this one is definitely... Well, there's also there's a thing... The if you read the, the, um, the books... The, the Wicked books do it better, but there's a thing about animals lowercase versus animals uppercase. Okay. There's like talking animals that are smarter and lower and animals that aren't. So Toto's not And they smart. use it as a class thing, which is really interesting. Hmm. Hmm. So Toto's not as smart as Well, Toto's uh, not chicken. from that world, but neither is Belinda. Anyway. How's, yeah. that, how's a chicken smarter I, 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 than a dog? See, this is the thing. I, I'm... I, I'm I'm interested in hearing the idea of like parsing out those different things. To me, I don't know why, but there's a magic. The, the feel one. of the first movie, it's like it's like you know you could take apart a song, and, but if you feel it, you oh, hundred percent. Whereas I'm like when the witch disappears in that, I'm like, oh my god, it's so weird and gruesome. And this really- because of this the sort of early CGI and the kind of stuff, it's just like. Oh, it's not just yet. That's all claymo- claymation. Claymation? Okay. And claymation is phenomenal in this movie. Yeah, yeah, like, the cool. effects in this movie are pretty great. But I still prefer the backdrops. Sure. And the real makeup. And there's, the there's real, real makeup people. and the real people versus... See, the, and also, they were on location. There was a lot of her just, like, on, like them out in a wood somewhere, like, in a palace versus, like, in studio on a built set. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, yeah, going with the world. I mean, what I liked about this one, too, is when I, I, I as a kid, again, like, I watched this movie probably at least a hundred times. Uh, mm-hmm. And also, and I love the books. Mm-hmm. And this always felt like a better representation of the books. Mm-hmm. In terms of like the darkness, uh, the depth of character and stuff, where I just I don't again I have no problem with Wizard of Oz. I think it's a great movie. I get wrapped up into it too, but I feel like it's all spectacle, and then with just like a big strong moral to it, uh, but it's paper thin otherwise. Huh. How do we? Wow. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous, and it and it wraps you up. But, and not to say, and you're not wrong that, that Dorothy probably, I mean, I have to think about what does Dorothy learn? What is her arc in this movie? Well, uh, I think, I mean, I'm curious as to what you think watching it, because that's, that's what I watch. As, as, I, as someone who tries to think about movies, I was like, why don't I give a shit? Why, why don't I care? And I was trying to go, what, why, why are there all these things that ostensibly they're like figuring out, but I'm not attached to them emotionally in any way? And I'm like, I was like, what, what is missing in this psychological journey? Yeah. That that is always there, especially because of Judy Garland and the way the, the kind of the friendship of all of them grows. If, if I, I unpack it, and, and I think it's related to why I like it so much, is it similar to like I always like the darker. When I was a kid, I was really drawn to like the darker side of the stories. Like I liked uh, Empire better than you know A New Hope or Jedi because I like that it ended on a dark note. I mm-hmm. like that. 
Me too. Yeah, I like that it was dealing with the, the fallout of what happened in the first one, and they couldn't just walk away from it. Mm. I liked um, the second Back to the Future, because I liked like the dark 1985, and again, that one ends on a cliffhanger mm. where you're not sure it's going to go. And what I liked about this one is I feel like, what I thought this one does really well is the idea is like, it's this fallout from this tornado, and the idea of like, you could argue that this Technicolor world that she had, that, that, that first Oz was when she had this dream, is what she remembers this as, right? Because that was her world at the time. And in post-tornado Kansas, you know, her aunt and uncle are fighting. They're on the second mortgage of a farm. They've never had a mortgage on their life. It's like, life has gone down. Mm-hmm. And so the manifestation of Oz this time is in this color, te- technicolor world. It's now this dreary, broken version of Oz, the way home is broken. Mm. You know, home wasn't represented in the, in the first one as this, like, terrible place when she left. Mm-hmm. She just had to leave because she didn't want to lose her dog. It was still, like, she's surrounded by people she loved and loved her. But it was like, so I, that's the way I looked at it. And then it's like, an idea of, like, trying to fix something that's broken... Um, I don't know how that works for me in terms of the story, but it's like, I, I like, I just, what, I, what resonated for me was that, like, I like the, that it feels like an honest sequel, even though it's totally so, seems so different. There's something about, I don't know, all the electroshock therapy, just stuff like that. I thought there was an interesting, yeah, and I, a realisticness I, to it. I am with... 100% everything you're saying, and my question is, and maybe you have any idea of this too, Jess, that I don't feel it. Yeah. I don't feel the journey of her, and I don't care about what's happening to her because I don't feel like she's going through a real kind of like hero's journey in that things are kind of affecting her deepest self, and she's having to kind of overcome stuff. And, and even at the end, I'm like... And she's back and she's kind of got the Oz mind, like her two selves are kind of meeting. I see that all the kind of like, you know, the duality and all the themes. And I, and I really am with everything that you're yeah. saying on a, on the page. And I'm like, why don't, why also don't they're do super quick to just make her the queen when it's like, Ozma was clearly the queen. It's like, <laughs> they, they'll just make anyone a fucking ruler. Like, oh yeah, we, we forgot well, about Ozma. We of forgot. Oz. Yeah, exactly. We're like, they're we're, a very fickle third they're world They're down, country. they're down like, with whatever. <laughs> yeah. Mom! Um, yeah, he he got a new mom real quick. He's like, well, I guess she's not coming back. Can I call you mom? Sure. In the first one, Dorothy runs away from home and then realizes she has to head back because the because the traveling yeah. uh, apothecary dude convinces balloon her, expert balloon expert convinces her to go home and then she's caught in a tornado. So she's yeah. like, she's she wants to be home when she gets caught in the tornado and sent to Oz when she goes to Oz this time. She was trying to get back to Oz. No one believes her. They think she's crazy. And she misses Oz. I don't remember at any point when in the second one she decided she wanted to get home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, at no point do I remember point. there being like, I have to get home to Auntie M. I have to get home to my family. I have to get home they to kind of farm. They kind of forced her to go farm kind of thing. Yeah. 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 They, well, even at the end, it's not it's your goal isn't to get home. Yeah, they don't can straight, well, like we straight even up said like, it as a joke. You were like, yeah, but don't you remember you <laughs> where you're going, kid? You know, yeah. like, and then they're like, conveniently, the place has burned down yes. in the thing, and somehow or another, the woman is being sent to jail for reasons we have no idea. But there's so many convenient wrap ups. These are that, also her family that, like, last time she had this hallucination, quote unquote, they sent her off to an insane asylum to get electro. 
shock yeah, therapy. Exactly. And her father She's or now. uncle <laughs> Uncle Uncle Henry. Also Uncle Henry like had a broken leg and that's why he was like they had to take up a second mortgage. That was six months ago. That was right. Now he's running and he's grabbing her. That was six months ago. Six months has passed. Yeah. Hugh Jackman was good in the role though. <laughs> <laughs> right? How do we cons- like reconcile how old Judy Garland is in the first one and how old Fruza Balk well, is Fruza in the second one? That was what you were saying Fruza Balk is probably the right age for the role in this movie where Judy Garland was playing five, ten years younger. Yeah. Right, but we all, but like that was not, like we, you can see that. Fruza Balk is a little girl. No, she's like the right age. She's like 12 at the time. But that's what I mean. She's a little girl where Judy Garland was not a little girl. But she's supposed to be playing a little girl. Yeah, well, but she's not. Like, yeah, yeah. she's... Gee, it's a goddamn movie. But she's <laughs> not playing... She's not even playing a little girl. Yeah, but even when I watched it when I was a kid, I'm like, Judy Garland, I'm like, this is like one of my aunts. Like, this is... Yeah. Like, but I just accepted it because it's a movie. She's a naive young woman, but she's not a little girl. Yeah, but also, like, a naive young woman is not wearing pigtails and, like, a plaid dress like that either. So like, clearly, there it's... it's You let it go because it's what it is, mm-hmm. but... Like the Dorothy, the age of Dorothy, the it's actress to, to the like age is far something. more accurate. When you see them back to back, it's very strange. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. They're totally... They, they, yeah. they feel like they're not... The same character. The well, same in world. this one, to me, she feels too young. Yeah. Like, to me, she feels too young. Hey, man, weird in this one. Hey, who? Scarecrow. Uh, Scarecrow? Yeah, it's too round. They change the aesthetic of everyone. Well, they're not. It's not people playing. But if you look at like the artwork, yeah, it's from, much more like the. Look artwork. at the artwork from the Bond books. They nail it. Yeah. Really? Again, I was like, a lot of my love for this movie stems out of the love for the books, and also the fact that I watched it a hundred times. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I, I, I give it some of the things. I just kind of give a pass. I think. Yeah. Or I just like I get wrapped up in it, and I think. What I love more about this movie, that because I don't disagree with anything you guys are saying mm-hmm. in terms of like Dorothy and her lack of arc or whatever like that. I think what I love about this is the treatment of the world. Uh, yeah, I'd be curious to see what would happen if this was remade now with with a better screenplay. Mm. Like 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 I really agree with F about like the scarecrow is a little bit like this. Like when you finally meet him, it's like. Glad this guy's in the movie. Like yeah. it's like, bah, bah, bah. and even like kind and of all the supporting the characters line don't even talk. Yeah, it's true. And and the gump and like some of the some of the banter. You're like, you know, this is this this is like, this is before kind of children's movies also had credibility or like or or the money to invest Be- before basically they were like the biggest thing in the world where all the good movies now are children's movies right. if they're big blockbusters. Yeah, and, you know. X-Men and Marvel movies are basically, you know, kids' movies. Um, but it, it, it's like, they don't ha- really have a good cast. They don't really have a good screenplay. They have an aesthetic and world and a darkness and a commitment to that darkness that's really interesting, but somehow all the wins feel unearned, and we don't really know what she's fighting for through the whole movie. Like, what, like fighting for what? The queen? Who's the queen? Yeah. Who's the budget? Who? Everything I, just sort of feels like a pretext for an action sequence. And so... Like, you don't even know who Ozma is until, like, the very end. Yeah, there's yeah. not a lot of context. Yeah. And even when, when, you know, the Jack in the Box guy is getting swallowed, you're a little bit like, huh? Well, I hope they kill somebody. I mean, maybe that'll, <laughs> maybe that'll give us a little bump in the emotion here. <laughs> so much of the first movie is them trying to get to the Emerald City. And in this movie, you don't actually see them trying to get very many places. Like, they sort of say, we have to, you know, 
well, you have to go see this person, and they just sort of arrive at that person's door. You don't sort of see them travel through. I will say the wheelers were very scary, though. The wheelers were... Really? Yeah, I found oh, them yeah. very unnerving. That, they're weird. The wheelers creeped me out as a kid. I, I, I don't know. I they, know. They didn't scare they you? They weren't scary for me. Oh, I found them very frightening. At the beginning, the but then I'm like, oh, wheelers, they're, they're like, weird. Okay, weird, like... I just kept thinking about those poor actors rolling around. Yeah. I kept thinking a lot of that about that during the first film because of all the debris that gets blown around during the tornado oh, yeah. sequence. And you just know That's they're not. Crazy. You know there's no standards of practice. No. Like people are like corneas are all scratched and like getting hit with the set pieces that are being blown. And no, wait. I couldn't believe that sequence. Was... She gets hit in the back of the head with a window. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's like that thing, whatever that was, was made actually, out of, actually hit her. her. Yeah. <laughs> it hit part of her body, yeah. maybe not her head, but hit her yeah. enough that it's like, and that, whatever that was, it wasn't like today where you can make things that are like foam core. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, she got she got blasted a few times in that movie that it just looked uncomfortable. Yeah. I would love to see this movie remade with like Jim Henson's team or something like that. Like I would love to see a real Oz movie with a yeah. full I still, Rock. I still love the hands-on quality because I rewatched last night uh just in preparation for this the uh that Oz the Great and Powerful, the Sam Raimi one with oh. um, James Franco. Right. It is I have disaster. not watched it. It's just a CGI Right. It's yeah. just not great. It's like it's interesting. I like the story they tell. It's basically the story of how the wizard gets to Oz. Mm-hmm. Right? And how he's mm-hmm. basically a giant crook and a not great person. Apothecary. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Balloons. It's a bad version of like Wicked in a right. way. Right? And you're like, I already knew that about James Franco. <laughs> but I'm like, I'd rather just... Did you, just, wait, wait, did you like, just awe at James Franco? Like, did you just pity James no. Franco? You said Oz. Oh, Oz. I said Oz. <laughs> I'm, I just just give me Wicked. I, I can't wait to see if when they ever they do Wicked as a movie. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I the one thing that I did find interesting is to watch you know this one, which is like pre CGI with with the animation, with the claymation animation. stuff, and to kind of feel a little bit like I'm not really feeling the characters, and you've gone this way because you want to make it more kind of like fantastical. And to go even back further, like whatever, how many years, 40 years earlier, and to feel how much, like, just the feel of, of the first movie. Yeah. Whereas this one sits uncomfortably between the kind of shitty, all CGI, all the time, we can yeah. do anything, it doesn't really matter, and so you watch it and you're, like, not impressed. And this one is kind of like in that 80s middle where you're like, I, I like that you're going there, but I'm not feeling the movie. And then to go back to 1939 and go... Oh, it's it is always about the acting and the storytelling, like mm-hmm. and the songs, and the dancing, <laughs> and the dancing. Yeah, I think the dancing in the first one is yeah. absolutely amazing. All the physicality, like you were saying, the things that the actor had to go through who played the Tin Man. Yeah, the dancing that that actor is able to do, oh. knowing that he's wearing metal, is yeah. bananas. In like long takes. Yeah, because he wants to like I get yeah. the last guy who almost died get replaced like that. <laughs> he's like, they don't care about me. I gotta I better I, dance well. I better do the good job because they'll replace me in a heartbeat if but I cough. Right. It is. It is like it's like Shakespeare. It's the lesson of Shakespeare. Was you have you need some songs and some moments mm-hmm. of big grandiose kind of moments to kind of feel the smaller moments. And this one is kind of just like it's always sort it's of. It's very small. downbeat. The whole thing yeah. is all downbeat. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. What about the room of ornaments? That was just um. The room of ornaments. Yeah, but because like. Like the room of knickknacks. He likes to collect things. What about it? Like, what, what do you mean? Yeah? It's like, I'm just going to turn you into um, something green and hopefully she doesn't guess it and then 
figures out that everything else is green. How do I just? <laughs> it's not a yeah. What, what, it's not a real huge yeah. test. Once you once you once you crack that code, it's not that hard. Also, he's True. the gnome and, king, but he's really made of rocks. But the more ornaments he has, he becomes human. What like, is with that? Yeah, and he was becoming more human. But like, if that's the case, like these were the last. Was it a quota? Like he just yeah. needed four more, and then he got yeah, to be a God person. Up. Yeah, yeah. Like, the the sort of history of because I love the floating heads and how terrifying that was. She was snoring though without a head, which was very weird. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of snoring. Jack's, Jack's body is also <laughs> screaming. Just a just a like yeah, a just laryngeal like, just kind a of hilarious. yeah, like a flaps. <laughs> Yeah, Jack's body was also screaming when his head was gone. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's, a, there's a few <laughs> logic loopholes in this. But I loved all of that stuff. I actually really loved the dark sort of uh, edge that this one had. I just didn't... There wasn't enough backstory to support it for me. Like, I would have taken way less of the wheelers, just let them be flying monkeys, and learn more about the Gnome King. And or why this woman has been collecting yes. heads. I mean, that would have been amazing for them what to go in to there knowing that there was that fear. Instead of... I don't, I don't understand the payoff of, like, oh, you're a nice woman, and then, like, no, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Now we're trapped here. Go into this room. In one hour, I will kill you. <laughs> no, no. She said you're staying up here for years until your head is ready. She gave her a realistic, finite timeline, way stronger than the witch. The witch is like one hour for our because I can't actually do anything. I'm gonna lock you in the room where I lock the other guy. He's gonna teach you everything and tell you about the pepper in my cabinet. Yeah. That's to to defend the gnome things. king for a moment. He Go. rocked those ruby slippers. That yes. was one of yes. the weirdest reveals of the movie. I thought, yes. should have been in a cage. Should have been in a cage. I'm not sure about the sort of... What was that about? Why was he wearing the ruby slippers? He used the... Because they were powerful. But what to do what, though? He, he, she, she, basically, the moral is, is, if you abandon your friends and go back home, you're a bitch. Right. But what, so, copy. But yes. what do the ruby slippers do? Uh, well, he didn't get into specifically. He said basically. No one does. But he said basically. He took all the emeralds from the. He was able. That's to, how he was able to. He was able to storm in conquer. and conquer. Are they, can, uh, that should have been a scene. Him with okay. the shoes running. To be fair, <laughs> who is he conquering it from? He's conquering it from a group of people who don't want to be in charge, yeah. and they put like a lion, a lion, a scarecrow, and a tin man in charge. How hard was it? Like, did yeah. he even need those slippers? Yeah. The rubies, a guy with an honorary were degree. Were the ruby slippers his? <laughs> Since the Emerald City was built out of his emeralds, were the ruby slippers built out of his oh, rubies? Oh, that should have been. See, there's the rewrite right there. Can you call Hollywood yeah. to get on it? Yeah. Yeah. And also, how does he fit into the ruby slippers? I don't know, but apparently his gnomes went out and, like, disassembled the city. We never saw them! <laughs> no. And then turned them back into, like, the original emeralds? I don't Why know. Why are they all back to being, like, They're raw all rock emeralds? people. Okay, I, like I get the pitch. <laughs> The ruby slippers, the origin of the ruby slippers, is by following the red brick road. Mm. Oh! There's the for me. Yeah. I did it. Ruby, uh, brick, ruby brick road. That said, that is the one thing that... I lost Elton John now, Well, do we... <laughs> have you guys have any, every year read the original book? No. Well, I had no. a teacher read it to me out loud in grade, like, six or something. Before, so, so what's the biggest, like, mythology mythology change they did? It's not a huge change, but they changed uh, one of this. I didn't read it. turned off. Oh, the original. Wonderful Wizard of Oz. The original, but then it also t- translated into this. And, and, oh, yeah. And Merch, I read an interview with him once where he's like, I, he was very tempted to stick with the books, but the p- pressure was to take it from the, the 1939 version. The ruby slippers are not ruby. 
in the original books. They're sequins. They're silver. Oh! oh silver slippers, you're right. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I remember and that. But because... It was like big technical art movie. They're like, we're making them red. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're making them red, guys. Right. Hey, we got technical art here. Be colorful. Yeah, well, it makes sense. For spending millions of dollars in 1939 on col- a color movie, we need to have the slippers red. Yeah. We got, those Not, things got to pop. Yeah. We could have made this in black and white and have this and say the slippers are a ruby. I mean, silver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but know. um but since we want since we're using technical color and spending five like millions of dollars, why don't yeah. we just make them colorful? Exactly. But the funny exactly. thing is, like as iconic because those things are probably the most iconic image from yeah apparently the most expensive Oz. movie memorabilia ever yeah yeah. But so what's interesting is that every iteration of Oz uh, holds to that. They keep the ruby slippers even mm. though like. All the books it was silver, and I wonder if I can't remember if the wicked books. Although I guess Dorothy's not really in them. Oh no, she is. We should check to see if Adrian did the wardrobe on this he as did well. Not. <laughs> Adrian, Adrian was dead by this point. Didn't get the call. Oh. He was no longer around. Uh, what else, Eve? What about uh, TikTok? How do we feel about Love the singular member uh, of the Oz yeah. army? We never again see he any is other the, member. He's of, the entire Oz army. He's the whole apparently. Oz army. What, 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 what was your favorite sidekick? Idea. What was your favorite sidekick in this movie? Of the three, <sighs> the Gump, Jack, and TikTok. Gump. Gump? Maybe. Gump's pretty great. No, the Gump is very upsetting. Yeah, the Gump. the Gump is a moose. Why can't we just call it a moose? He, he's green. He's, he's a moose. He's, he's a poor man's Eeyore. Is what he is. is. Yeah, that's who he is. And, and the stupid thing is like, wait, he's green. Why wouldn't his ornament be green? It was. Yeah, but it's like, wait, I think maybe since the Gump's green, maybe his ornament would be. Also, green. if I'm gonna nitpick the ornament thing. How is TikTok, who disappeared last, attached to the Gump, who disappeared first? Uh, I think it's like in the in the melee of getting out, the ornament flies onto his. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in that moment. I'll buy that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I do find it interesting to watch. It's you know, watch wait, a movie pre Pixar where the 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 the, the people that the, the yeah. other people are not. Fully fleshed oh, out. Oh, if Pixar yeah. did an Oz movie, I'd be... Yeah, yeah. I'd buy the first ticket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, what if Dorothy, um, like, when they get back to, like, like, right in front of the Emerald City when she has the slippers back on and they have the ornament, what if she... What, what if that wasn't TikToks? Oh, no. Oh, that's interesting. Else? And then she gets turned to stone? No. Then it all goes. She gets. I feel like he was gone, so the magic of that was gone. But yet the magic of bringing him back. Let's not unpack that too hard. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite uh, companion, though? Mm-hmm. Oh, you said the Gump, right? Maybe. The Gump. What were you, Steve? I don't know if I have one. You don't like annoying. either of them. Wow, it's, I choose neither. They're <laughs> all really like, annoying. Oh, I love Jack. Mom. 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 That was really Mom. sad. I just like Jack. I just I thought Jack was great. I, and as a kid, I was like, "How are they doing that?" So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it's good. It's like it's, it's a combination of like puppetry, but then also like a, a guy in a suit. Yeah. So Ozma's a ghost who appeared to her at the. No, Ozma was like captured inside of a mirror. Yeah, but she shows up in the room and like brings Dorothy a jack o' lantern. Or that's true. Or you, you. Okay, here's the thing. I mean, the only. 
giveaway is really at the end when she's looking in the mirror and she sees her there. But it's like, it's very similar to the first one where there's a lot of coincidences going on. There's this girl that helps her escape. And is she manifesting? Because, you know, it's the, the dude that runs that electric asylum is the Gnome King. Yeah. The, oh, the, I, who would? Yeah, how would you know that? I, I, His voice was the voice. Oh, really? The voice in the beard. I, I noticed know. that because um, in the credits it said Mickey an actor Wood. as Gnome King slash yeah the guy from yeah. Excalibur. Anyway, that was the and the and the, and the creepy nurse was the same as Mumby. Yeah, I got that at the end. Yeah, uh, but that's the so like everything has a like doppelganger Mom and, Mom and the pumpkin Mom is Mom the pumpkin Mom is Jack Mumbean. Mung bean. The pumpkin is Jack. You know, the pumpkin yeah. head that she gives her, like, she later on thinks that is Jack. But the, why is a kid giving her the pumpkin? Like, I mean... They're in an insane asylum, Stephen. <laughs> yes, but she's People not even crazy really shit. there. She's, she's a... She's, she's, she, was she there or was she not there? See, every every time the door... She came in the room, Fruza Ball was turned around and she looked back. So it was like, but maybe, she went and looked out and she wasn't there. And, like, she, she was in Oz. She wasn't in the insane asylum. But then she was in the water mm-hmm. with her. No, she was she was there before, but she was in, in, in the insane asylum. So is she, like, a patient? Are we to believe, like, it's an Auntie M situation where you were there and you were there and you were there? Yeah, I think so. so less, she... I think it's less connected than that and more like, something happens with the pumpkin later on. There's a pumpkin guy. Well, no, I, but I think it's like she does say rubber. You could, but the question is, like, did Ozma somehow get to our world and to bring her over mm. or is that just some kid that was trying to help her escape mm. yeah because she need like she literally unbuckles her from the table when she's strapped down to the table so she has to be a three-dimensional figure because she physically like yeah and the other woman sees her that would be better yeah i think that's probably should have been the movie if they actually is another <laughs> kid who just decides that they're like She's gonna help. Yeah, help it out. And then she drowns in the in the river. That yeah. would be good. Yeah. I don't know, it, dep- it depends on whether or not you. And then think she sets of, her free in Oz. And she's yeah. It depends on whether or not you think of Oz as like a real place or a place that she just can get to by having trauma, tra- <laughs> traumatic <laughs> right. storms. Right. Because even at the end, you could argue weather events. intense weather. But even at the end, like when she looks in the mirror and she sees Ozma, like I think how I interpreted that as a kid was the idea that it's like she found some happy medium where she's able to like visit Oz in her head in the real world without having to be obsessed with it to the point where her parent, her surrogate parents, want to have her electric shock therapy. Yeah, Yeah, I mean if that if that is the point of the movie, it doesn't like no, it's it's not connected. It's not very. Like it, I, I, I'm when giving, she looks yeah. in the mirror and she's like, and then the mom comes in and is like, Move it doesn't it doesn't make us feel very good about Farouja's kind of career path going forward <laughs> as as uh, as the little kid. So we have she's like, we have Dorothy to, seems to be in the same place oh yeah, as she was at the well. beginning. She's not a well child. She's not a well child. She's gonna, she's gonna struggle. It's, yeah, especially because it, it's it's sort of this uncomfortable middle ground of like. Are we to believe it's a real place and she actually got there somewhere? Yeah. Or should we... Does she have a traumatic brain injury? The first one where there is a traumatic weather event and the second one where there is a traumatic weather no. event. And feel like it is some sort of inner journey, which I think is the power of yeah, the first yeah, one. Yeah. Where it's, you do really feel like... I mean, it's the template for the kind of opposite of the hero's journey. It's like the female hero's journey, which are usually, in, in sort of the way people read them, is that they're somehow going into an interior world rather than sort of conquering an exterior yeah. world. Mm. That it's somehow a, they're about connecting to something inside. It's, and 
This it's one doesn't. It's definitely not as clear as it could be, but at the end, Ozma, when she's getting ready to leave, she's being forced to kicked out of Oz. She's like, you can return anytime you want now. Uh, as opposed to the first time where she's just being whisked away and going home. And so that's, for me, is part of it where it's just like, she can come and go. She can, like, mm-hmm. she's not locked in either place anymore. It's there's almost like a free passion. No, but it's just the idea of being she that can give over to her delusion. <laughs> no, but the, but the problem, but the problem was that she had just to argue that she is a bit different at the end of the movie. The problem at the beginning of the movie is she can't stop thinking about Oz because it's a play. It's unattainable. And now she can. She can put the mirror back and not see her. No, but I'm just saying. Oh. But she can get back there now. She can. She can feel like she's connected to that world and can get there. Right. But the way that at the beginning of the movie she couldn't because it was locked off to her. And I think that... So there's some peace she can find where she's going to be able to manage a bit better. Dorothy's still going to be all all shades of messed up as she grows up. Right. That said... But I think that's that's probably for me... This answers my question of like, why doesn't it feel like a real psychologically powerful journey the way the first one does for me? Because she is made whole in the first one at the end. Like she is like dramatically... She incorporates those parts of herself and you were there and you were there... And she's kind of working on it, but she's like, I know that what is truthful here is that I never need to leave my backyard because happiness is with my family. Whereas at the beginning, she starts from a place of like, she doesn't fit in, her aunt's mad at her, everyone's upset with her. Well, that's an awfully nice fairy tale ending, Steve. And then life continues, and they have to get a second mortgage, (laughs) and no one's as happy as they were at the end. Yeah, but I would be happy if somehow she was able to kind of I don't know what it would be, but I, I, if she was able to kind of like bring all those things in and kind of come up to the side and yeah. feel like there was some some sort of existential threat to her childhood or like if she was able to for them to go, we accept you just the way you are or something like that. Yeah. For the family unit to be made whole again. You know what I mean? Like on a mythic basis, it just doesn't. No, it doesn't. Can, it, it, yeah. She I, doesn't I, have any friends. Like, yeah. in Kansas, she doesn't have any friends. Her she friends lives are in the t- middle of nowhere. She, Toto's her friend, and the chicken's her friend, but she yeah. doesn't actually have uh, any friends. She doesn't All of her get the chicken to come back. With no, well, yeah. they don't like her yeah. back. But Tina's, like, some, like, angry, like, kind Moving of... Moving on to the big city. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who's Toto, if not her best friend? But that's what I mean. In Kansas, she doesn't have like, like, sentient friends who can, like, interact with To be fair, I grew up in, a, in, 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 in rural journey. Ontario, and there was a lot of kids that, when they <laughs> when they got to public school, they didn't ha- hadn't, hadn't had a single friend. friend. Yeah, that's just it. So farm kids don't necessarily have friends. They no. make friends with, like, the farm. But is that the theory? That, like, so then she makes up this whole place where she goes on a journey with all of her she's friends, and she's desperate alone. to get back to them. Exactly, sure. at the beginning of the movie, as she is at the end of the movie. She is as alone. She has to leave all of her friends to be with her family. I argue she's more comfortable with it at the end of the Maybe, movie. I guess so. She yeah. has her imaginary mirror friend. She's running happily. Yeah. Why is <laughs> Bettina so grumpy? Belinda? Belinda. She's a chicken. I didn't know what was that her name? She's Belinda? always... Uh, is it Belinda or Bettina? Bettina. Belinda. It's Belinda. 100%. Okay. Why is she such an unhappy chicken? I mean, she's not really laying eggs she's, anymore. Yeah, she's constipated to the she's, whole movie. She's going... She gets really freaked out. She's, she's going through... Happy bowels, happy minds. <laughs> but it's like she's she's getting to the point where at the end of her egg-laying days... Maybe menopause is kicking in. I don't know. Chicken wow. menopause. Okay. I'm so glad I asked. <laughs> chicken, chicken pause. She, her 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 last bit of fertility poisons the mountain. It's true. Oh wow! She gives birth to death. Oh wow! Yeah, 
Didn't I tell you? She sacrifices her last egg. What does he say at some point to explain it? Didn't I tell you? Eggs are poison. Eggs are poison. It's like, no. Thanks. Didn't we tell you, and not that you've ever been a gnome, you've been this rock face this entire time. Yeah, told us at the beginning of the movie, please. Sorry, Walter. What other food allergies and sensitivities do you have? <laughs> Gluten is dead. Who invited the gnome? You guys are making fun of that, and yet there was a character in the first movie allergic to goddamn water that falls from the sky. <laughs> the sky, okay? Mm. You can't make fun of the egg allergy and just let the water one go. <laughs> At least he's trying to keep chickens out of the kingdom. She has a bucket of water. Just standing by. Yeah, I'm just oh, saying. Yes. Oh, right. Wait, wait, wait. You can't shit on one and allow the other. How does the Wicked Witch of the West um, drink? That's a good. Yeah, this is a fair question. Talk. Also, yeah. there's all kinds of like little water like drunk. fountain uh, situations. Like when you get to the um, Munchkin Land, there's a whole center water situation. She doesn't bulk. She is not the least. I'm saying concerned. the Gnome King would be like, no. can't have that. He would have had that destroyed. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, he's way more on top of his allergy than she is. It's like he is, the I just don't know anything about him. In that Bruce Willis movie where he has to swing away at the water. Swing away, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, no, that's a Mel Gibson That's science. Movie. That's yeah. science. Oh, sorry. Who did I say? Uh, uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Willis. Different same, M. Night. Same kind of movie. Different M. Night movie. But yeah, yeah it's, it's, it, yeah, the Gnome King, I feel like we missed a major opportunity with the villains in this movie. Mm-hmm. They... I wanted to see way more about them and their backstory. Yeah. I mean, I th- here's the, the, the interesting thing for me watching this now. Like, all these, like, all the comments you guys are making about this and the weaknesses in this, I can throw right at the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, uh, but that's what I'm saying. The, but there's a magic to the Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, it's yeah. like a one-chord song, but it, it's like, you feel it. Well, the one-chord... I feel it. The beauty of the Wizard of Oz is its simplicity. It's just like, it's set up very qu- easily in the beginning, want to get home. Mm-hmm. Just want to get home. And it just and that's the the line mm-hmm. throughout where it's like this one isn't clean that way, and that's why I always it's say when I'm teaching actors I'm like there's only one objective the movie the movie the scene everything only has one want and if you don't can't identify that you're dead yeah like you're dead all right final thoughts <laughs> Ephraim oh oh I, I was thinking this like the whole movie what's that the actor who plays Dorothy in the second one kind of looks like. Kind of feels like Macaulay Culkin. Hmm. a Bulk? Hmm. Yeah, a bit. She's she, like the female Macaulay Culkin? How come? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a little I can see that. She's got <laughs> some some look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah, there's something with those They could have played siblings in, in the 80s. Yeah, I mean, she never had a huge career after this. The craft. Yeah, but it oh. wasn't huge. She did, you know, she did some stuff. Mm-hmm. She was in American History X. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, like she's done some really great stuff, but she didn't like... She did an intro at the beginning of this. I know, yeah. I don't There's an intro that's just her if you, if in you the have, studio. If you have the DVD, there's a weird, like, ten-second ten intro. Almost Famous. She's in Almost Famous. Oh, yes. that's right. Wait, what did she say for that? She just said... This is my first movie. Thanks for watching. Enjoy. Yeah, I'm now awkward and 20-looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Final thoughts, Jess? Um, I love that the chicken puppet had a nictitating eyelid. I thought that was intense detail. That did not need to be there, but really sold me on the fact that that was a real chicken. Every puppet was lame, except for the chicken. It's kind of down, upsetting that the lunch pail trees aren't alive the way the apple trees are. That's true, I kept thinking something's going to pop out of the lunch pail or something like that. It's like I, a I ham sandwich. I Good thing it's not chicken. I wanted that lunch bucket as a kid. We're on pigs and laws. 
Oh, that's true. Sandwiches. We're all those weird birds. Yeah. I wanted there to be more scope like there was in the first one. I think if it had the scope of the first one, mm. I would have been way more on board. Cool. Yeah, there's only like three places in that whole movie. Like there was like that forest, the desert, a ton of more death, in the first one either. And but you see like more like things like you, they go through the woods and. She goes through the woods. It's just quicker to go through Oz because she doesn't stop and sing every five seconds. True. Uh huh. She also more meets songs. all of her place, her people in castles, so she's not like out in the world yeah, meeting yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. It's more closed in. Hmm. I'm going to say uh, by the third of the way through the movie or whatever it is, like one quarter, and she's hitting the water and she's been in the hospital, I was like, this movie is insanely amazing. And then <laughs> step by step, it, it felt like everybody, everybody kept, I felt like everyone just kept getting this, more, more it, comfortable. F's foot started moving and I was like, okay, I'm not the only one who's like, Ugh. It's just so for me, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a person going, yeah, yeah, let's build tree, yeah, yeah, wheelers, yeah, I was just into it. I was way. laying on the floor by the end, like <laughs> under the screen, like with my feet fair. up the wall, just like laying on the floor. Fair, fair. Yeah. All right. This, um, if it was made now, it would be way darker. It'd be interesting. I'd love to see like a proper, a, a proper redo of the Oz or movie the based heads. on the f- books. Because you no can't CGI or just like Peter Jackson. Well, just keep CGI. it simple. Keep it simple. Yeah. Because uh, you can't touch the original. Like, don't go back and do remake the musical version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, just, it's what it is. Leave it. I mean, you shouldn't. Everyone, people will lose their minds. Like, just don't touch it. Leave it alone. People still watch it. Return to Oz. But I'm just saying, if you want to go go back and do an origin story and tell it from the ground up, I mean, the Wicked movies will kind of do that in a way. Yeah, that's probably that's probably the way. Those books are great. Have you ever read those books? Well, isn't there like a Oz book just about Ozma? Yeah, this is the, this one is the Land of Oz and Ozma. There's of nineteen Oz. Oz books. F nineteen. Yeah, the, the, this is an adaptation of two books that he kind of he kind of smashed together: mm-hmm. Land of Oz and Ozma of Oz. There's barely any Ozma. Yeah, the beginning and the end. Yeah, I know. We have a bunch of them at the farm. We do? I'll show you next time we're there. Can we say happy 150th episode? Happy 150th episode. I got got three wonderful people here who have been on a number Uh, of episodes. uh, uh. Well, thanks for for coming. Annie has only been on like two. That's okay. Annie. She's working her way up. Yeah, she's working her way up. Uh, well, thanks her bedtime for, is earlier than ours. Thanks for having <laughs> some of my most recurring guests, guys. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having us. I was glad to have yeah, you guys. Glad to be here. Marathon of Oz. We'll do it again in another 150. That's Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. We're Wait, now banned because we just dumped on his favorite movie. We're all banned. Get the fuck out. Get, Get that, out. Norm. <laughs> no. another, another 50. Well, I'm not. Well, at least you, another 50. You guys will be here before the, the 300. I'm just saying. <laughs> we'll have to find something equally epic to do for 300. I can't even imagine what that would be. All right. Harry Potter. Oh, all of them. All of them. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> maybe. All of them. Maybe. Thanks for joining us for The Wizard of Oz and Return to Oz. Black Hole Films is a proud member of the That Shelf Podcast Network. You can listen to other episodes of our show and other That Shelf podcasts on thatshelf.com. Please subscribe, leave comments, spread the word, do all the things that let others know you like the show and how they can check it out. You can find me on Twitter, at Lon Jeremy, and go to Facebook and join the group Black Hole Films. And until next time, go watch something you've never seen before. Thanks. Let's all go to the lobby.
to get ourselves a treat.